Petersfield's Shine Radio. The Shine Radio Recipe with Noni Needs. And today I am talking to Mike Noble of Noble and Stace Chocolatiers. Mike, we are in Midhurst. So how did the chocolatiering start? Oh, so it's a it is a long story, but uh, no, it's a a thought uh, that we had many many years ago, actually. But when we were living somewhere else, um, and just something that we just kept thinking about doing when the time was right. And actually, it was then quite a long a lot of years later. Uh, we ended up relocating here, um, which is Eastbourne, Eastbourne. So just outside. Is it, how do you say Eastbourne? Eastbourne, I think technically we we okay. used to say. Eastbourne. We were corrected when we moved here. I bet you so, are. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, I correct everybody else now. So That's good. Um, okay. yeah, so we moved here actually, and I wasn't sort of working at the time, and we were just trying to think of other things to do, and it uh, just then came back to the front of mind really to think, could this be the time and the place to uh, to set it up? Why? Oh, why not? Yeah, why not? I mean, everyone loves. I know, but to actually Everyone get on and chocolate. make it or mm. try and sell it. So what what triggered it? What was the inspiration? Where did this desire to make so chocolate come so from? So it was a little, a little bit. So previous to that, so years years before that, and we'd had a uh, we had a little B and B for a while, um, and actually part of uh, when we were running that, the the other Mike, uh, there is another Mike. Uh, he, so your partner is called Mike Stace. Yes, and you are Mike Noble. Yes, and you're called. Noble and Stace chocolatiers. We couldn't think of anything else. I think was, that's yeah, perfect. No, we tried lots. Of, we tried lots of things, and then kept coming back to that. Yeah, and it and it seemed to work. It seemed to kind of sound established. Part of what we were doing then actually was uh, kind of running the B and B, but um, the other Mike did some training as uh, to become a pastry chef briefly, right. and then that so that actually involved some working with chocolate. So it kind of set the idea sort of intrigued by how it works as a product and how you make it and transform it into different things um and then so how did you get the bug well it was it was kind of yeah it's flipped at the time because we when we moved here i was the one that was not working and uh mike actually was working at that point and it literally was a well if if i'm not going to make chocolate now why don't you go and try how and you know See, so see if you, you can. Where did you learn? Did you get journey training anywhere? So yeah, I went for a very short course, well, two days, um, at a, a place called the Chocolate Academy, believe it or not, oh, right. uh, that? which is in Banbury, Oxford. of all places. Yeah. Uh, so went went there for two days, um, and then came back really and spent best part of probably six months just practicing yeah just deciding on you know just trying different things learning how to temper because i was doing it all by hand very every single bit of it by hand very small kind of quantities uh, at that stage how do you become a chocolatier so well it was pra- i mean it was i suppose it's having the, having the having the idea but then just practice lots of practice. lots and lots of practice so, so when you, when you, you understand the principle there's a few basic principles okay. run me through the basic principles of um so i suppose temp so temp the process of tempering chocolate which is what what's that mean people may have heard of or seen in a recipe or something so it literally is um the it's melting it's the heating the melting and then the cooling of the chocolate to get it 
to the right te working temperature where you know it's then going to set with a nice finish and it will give a nice snap and it will um, it will shrink a little bit so it will come out of a mould so it's kind of if you no matter how you heat chocolate you know it will always cool it out it will always cool again and it will always set but if you know if you've seen chocolate that's gone a bit streaky so you need to temper it so it's not streaky snaps and, and contracts so it's just that process so what kind of chocolates do you make uh, so now so I make um, different so bars solid bars flavoured and topped with things I make uh, very sort of highly decorated um, shelled so truffles that are then all filled with different fresh ganache fillings and gin truffles and so what's your favourite Filling, uh, filling. For, the, I'm, for the truffles. For the truffles. I'm I love a truffle. Par, yeah, I'm quite partial to a, a caramel, salted caramel, or a, is that quite a little popular? bit sweeter? Yeah, salted salted caramel. Still, anything caramel is still seems to be really popular. Gin, I mean gin, gin truffles. Very yeah, uh, and especially at certain times of the year when people are buying gifts. Uh, so I so I would mm -hmm. imagine the seasons are. Well, I mean, where we are now. So Thanksgiving, Halloween. Christmas, Valentine's, then yeah. Easter. Yeah. So Are there all, any other festivities kind of, that I've missed out? No, that's pretty much it. It kind of, it, it's focused into that six months more or less of yeah. So the build up to Christmas, the the real intense Christmas bit, then a little a little blip, a little about Valentine's, bit of Mother's Day. Oh, Mother's Day! Um, Forgotten Father's Day. Father's Day, a little bit, um, but yeah, and Easter's big, and then kind of. So what tails. do you do in the summer? Um, people must eat chocolate still in the yeah, yeah no i still make all year but le less um so sort of but i'll still be making I, I don't make quite the range that i do coming up to this time of year but i'll still make lots of bars and different truffles and so, so where same. where can people buy your chocolate uh so from me direct so online website uh, so nobleandstace.co.uk um so everything's online order um for postage uh, or people can order online and do a click and collect um, and, and come over here if you're not far away um, so that's good uh, and then I do some farmers markets locally okay, um, where do you, you go? so tend to be uh, around Midhurst and Petworth and Arundel uh, different Saturdays of the month yeah. oh, so how are the farmers markets? no they're not they're good they're interesting nice to meet your customers yeah it is nice and regulars I find it's quite I get quite a lot of people that come to the same ones then each time um, so it's yeah and, and new in all of those places you're also getting visitors to the town that are not local um, so that's nice because it's just introducing you know I always find it quite interesting to ask people where they're whether they're local or whether they're visiting and you get people in all of those places that are coming to, to visit the town from all over so it's so, quite yeah so most of your farmers markets are on a saturday yes always on saturday yes saturdays lots of events. christmas markets coming up lots of christmas markets so how do you put color into chocolate does that affect what how chocolate is putting i'm thinking about orange or blue or gold yeah yeah or, so no i do i mean a lot of the the colors that i use to decorate things are so they're all um basically colored cocoa butters so um they they're not flavored they don't add any uh, any other character to the chocolate uh, just purely a, a carrier for the color um so i i do that a lot in the everything that i make that's molded is is generally 
quite colourful. Um, so that's just the first stage of the process when you're you have a mould, so you decorate uh, a colour the inside of the mould, and then fill it with chocolate, and then drain it, and let it set, and then you put the filling in, and then you let it set, and then you put the top on, and then you let it set, and then you do the next bit. So it's it's um, every part of it is a is a stage so it's you kind of never make anything from start to finish in one go there's usually four five six different stages to it and over what kind of time period do you do that uh so very often i mean some things might go from start to finish in in a day but more of more often than not it would maybe be two or three days of of doing one bit and then uh starting something else coming back finishing doing the next bit so it it can be so usually several days at least um for from a from a empty mold to a turning out of a finished chocolate okay tricky question would you ever put chocolate in a fridge i i do I, well know, i so I, okay. I have a yeah i like my chocolate cold yeah, I mean, I don't keep finished chocolate in a fridge generally, but as part of the process, it's going in and out of a fridge all the time. Oh, okay. Um, and and it's fine to keep things. I think it's it's one of those Personal marmite pre- type things, isn't it? You either do or don't, and it 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 won't ever really do it any harm. Oh, that's um, good to know. I don't think it's yeah. It's just how you. I'd say a truff, a, a solid chocolate in a fridge. Yeah, I can. I get that. And maybe a. a a softer centre in a fridge don't, maybe that sort of loses a bit of the the exper- the eating experience that you would expect if it's then a bit solid but it's up to personal taste so what kind of plans do you have for the future of growing the chocolate the chocolate business or oh, do you a tricky question or do you just are you just happy to stay making chocolate yeah i think by sort of finding um new routes and i like finding diff- other local little producers that i can sort of work with so either with them with diff- different distilleries or uh, um i'm just starting to work with somebody else who makes a spiced rum um oh, so that's, that's that local in- so i'm going to use that in Yum. a chocolate um and coffee i use local local roasted coffee beans and things so it that's actually it's nice to happen across other other small little producers that you know you can then sort of strike up a, a bit of a collaboration with. So you use the finest ingredients and you're award-winning. Tell me about that. I um, never expected to really, never had any intention of doing things like that. But um, I a few years ago submitted just a, a product of mine into the Great Taste Awards. Just the Great Taste Awards. Yeah, so that's oh, an, it's an annual collection. So you you can enter. Any food producer across the UK or, or uh, further afield can pop, put a product, and it, they're blind tasted, so they have no brand. They haven't. They just have a description of what it is. And, uh, so I submitted it and then tried to forget about it for a few months, and then um, knew knew when the you know they were announcing people that had won, and um, so I I picked. I got a two. So they, they award a um, if they award anything, they award a one, a two, or a three star for a product, and I got a two star. Uh, for the first one, which is, I think they sort of categorise that as being a, sort of above ab- above and beyond sort of taste sensation type thing. Waited a year, actually, and then I did another one um, and got another two-star for um, 
what I call my, uh, so it's called a brown sugar panouche, which is something that people probably might not be familiar with, but it's... So tell me about that. So it's like a, um, uh, it's a fudge type, but it's a sort of aerated molasses type brown sugar fudge. So really delicious. Um, quite different to anything else that I make. I got Yeah, got one for that. And then I put another one in this year, actually, and, which was interesting. Uh, I And I thought that was a real curveball. So I submitted, I make a mineral water ganache uh vegan truffle um and i put that in and got a got a one star for that a mineral water ganache truffle yeah so that sounds uh, so complicated so yeah sort of like a like a normal a normal ganache but instead of being made with loads of cream and butter and everything else it's just um so i use a really quite intense dark chocolate um and then it's um south mineral water from the south downs um and then it blends into a, a ganache with a little bit of sweetener in it as well and um so you like inventing stuff people make a mineral water ganache it's a it's a thing it's, it's a thing it's a thing but um i sounds I did... exciting to me because i know nothing <laughs> <laughs> well it's quite uh, it's quite unusual you don't get because it's still well you can try some but um it it still tastes if you if you don't eat dairy and you're you know and you still sort of want that kind of truffle experience then it does still taste so people take i mean i've been making them for a while and people would generally sort of go i would never know that that wasn't a dairy truffle oh that so that's good because you want that experience so tell me about the special chocolates tell me about vegan or any kind of allergy chocolatiering that you do um to put people's minds that actually vegan chocolate is you were saying vegan chocolate You've got loads of vegan it's like, yeah. It's not it's that diff- it's not that difficult. It's sort of not something that you. I mean, you can get. I guess there's different levels. So you'll um, you you may get a chocolate that has been you know certified and stamped by the vegan society. But um, I mean, I can sh- I could show you the spec the specifications of lots of other dark chocolate that I use that doesn't have anything in it um, that that would not make it vegan. So basically, I, I make quite a lot of you know, solid bars of chocolate that are that have got things like ginger or coffee bean or fruit and seeds and fruit and nuts, um, orange, um, all sorts that are that are you know, absolutely sort of suitable for for vegans um, and a, and a few other things seasonally I make as well that are, and the truffles of course so so yeah it's quite I have quite a range I have a page a whole page on the website actually that is that's a, a vegan page so um, it's not all dairy which is good. You do some chocolate masterclasses. You offer mas- chocolate masterclasses. So tell me yeah. about that. Yeah. So, um, so I've done. I've been doing those for for quite a while actually. But um, I've done them at different people's venues. But I started this earlier this year, just offering them at, at, at my own studio. So people can come here in in a group for four or five people. So small group, morning or an afternoon, and and really just get hands on. I will explain and teach teach you the basics of tempering chocolate like we spoke about and making a ganache and piping truffles and then hand dipping truffles decorating using some of the cocoa butters so you could get get really creative designing a, a the look of a bar of chocolate um and then uh, yeah different toppings and things so people can go away with everything that you make so it's uh, a whole sort of three three and a half four hours sometimes of making chocolate lots of samples <laughs> 
lots of eating. Of lots of eating. Uh, people are very good at not eating what they're making. I have to say, they they seem to really want to take it all away with them. So, but I've I've put little tastes of all sorts of things. Temptation. You put temptation Bits. in people's. Well, work. Yeah, a little interesting to different strengths of chocolate for people to try. And, um, see what they like the best, and and if I've got things that I've been making, just new products, and and I want people to Feed, have a have a feedback. little taste, and you go, well, what what do you think of that? Um, so it's quite a, it's nice. So sounds to me like an excellent idea for a gift, a Christmas gift, a Very, birthday gift, an anniversary yeah, gift. Yeah, if you're t- stuck, a yeah, family, a, a family fam- outing. Yeah, and that's what people seem to come with a little group of. So yeah, I've had sort of mum and dad that have come with uh, with the kids and or just groups of friends. Um, so yeah, no, it's a good um, good. It's a it's a fun, and it's not, and it's not. I always say it's not. Um, it really is from the beginning. Every, you come along you you sort of do the making you you learn from scratch There's very no, hands on hands on i'm not i think it would be so uninteresting if if, you, if i was something. making you watch me actually do something <laughs> that it's would just be so like, dull. <laughs> uh it's all there i'll tell you what to do and um, make it yourself so one more time mm. give me the name of your website please so it's noble and stace the word and noble and stace.co.uk that was Mike Noble talking to me about his chocolate. <laughs> Thanks, Molly. That's great. Noni Needs and the Shine Radio recipe. Get all the details at shineradio.uk. Shine Radio is the home of doorstep carols in Petersfield. I'm Geoff Lacey. And I'm Claire Venice. We'll be bringing you Petersfield's favourite Christmas carols from our doorstep to yours. We all know the words, we all know the tunes. But if you don't know them, we've got the handy pullout on the website, shineradio.uk. favourite things this time of year, Joff, is singing carols. The first two words just get you in the mood, don't they? Ding dong! Doorstep carols. Sing along with the radio Wednesday night at six. (laughs) 